Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded. From Disaster Recovery Journal and Asphalus Advisors. Now, here's your host, Vanessa Vaughn Matthews. Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded. I am your host, Vanessa Vaughn Matthews, the founder and chief resilience officer of Asphalus Advisors. Today, you get the pleasure and the luxury of seeing myself and John Seals, who is the editor-in-chief of Disaster Recovery Journal. Hey, John. Hey, Vanessa. <laughs> Not real crazy about being on this side of the, of the microphone and the camera. What's Let's up? go. Yeah. So we had a, uh, a wonderful uh, day of uh, recording podcasts. How do you think things went? I think things went well. We are in Phoenix, Arizona. Typically, we do these podcasts virtually, but today we got a chance to do them in person, and we really had some dynamic speakers today, so I'm excited for you guys to get to hear who they are. We started out with Dan uh, from Quick Trip with a K. Quick Trip with a K, and he talked about public-private partnerships. Yeah. And I really enjoyed him. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, that was good. I really <laughs> I really enjoyed that, too. And then um, Robbie Atabagi came in. Robbie has been, I think we figured out she's been to at least 58 or so of the 61 conferences. You know, she's been on the EAB, I don't, I don't even know how many times, probably three or four times, serving, you know, four-year terms and then coming back and then waiting and coming back. And she's very active in, in a lot of uh, our endeavors and has always been a good friend of DRJ. Yeah. And so she talked about birds of a feather. So I actually was able to get a feather today and rules and regulations. So thinking about this industry and some of the requirements that are in play and just kind of thinking through how we as professionals have to navigate this space with that. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Melanie Lutz was next. She was great too. My son has been at a college for, I don't even know how many years now. He's working on his PhD and my wife works at a college. So a lot of her information was very important to me. Yeah. So yeah, so Melanie is from Pittsburgh and she is the chief risk officer from Carnegie Mellon. So she talked to us quite a bit about how really she is merging risk and resilience. And she was really brought on to build out a, a sustainable business continuity program, which is great because most people in this space say that they don't have buy-in from their leadership team or it's hard to get leaders to understand the value of it. But I also think that the whole college admission scandal that's been happening yeah. really gives her, uh, like like she said, it allows her to keep her foot on the gas about why risk and resilience are so important. Mm -hmm. So she's got a good place, good standing ground, if you will. Yeah. And then we had the folks from Japan Airlines. Yes. And um, <laughs> they travel 12 hours for this podcast. <laughs> and I, well, to, to come to the conference. And uh, they agreed to be on the podcast. And um, English is not their first language, but they were very eager and they had a great story to tell. You know, there's going to be a lot of editing involved um, because, you know, there's so much technical problems when you're dealing with someone who doesn't speak the language all that fluent. But the, the best thing about it is that when it, it was over, the part that you won't see on, or you won't hear on the podcast is how much they were laughing and how much they were like, well, I hope you get something, you know, <laughs> good, good luck editing, you know. <laughs> And so that was that was great. So we had Yumiko and who was our second? Uh, Noriyuki. He's Noriyuki. the consultant that really 
helped her along because she was a novice and thrown into a situation where there was, you know, 80,000 people stranded at a and, airport. So well, that's crazy. They had to manage a typhoon and an earthquake. Yeah. Like who plans for that, right? Yeah. Um, but we also got invited to Tokyo for 2020. Yes. For the Olympic Games. Yeah. So you'll see us in Tokyo in 2020. Yeah. yeah. DRJ. <laughs> Tokyo. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Oh, and then um, Linda Nelson from ICOR. Yes. Uh, learned a lot about ICOR. Um, she was a great interview. They just have. They just offer an, an awful lot at ICOR. Yeah, so International Consortium for Resilience, I believe that is what ICOR stands for. And I think my biggest takeaway with Linda's presentation or her conversation was it's not just about the technical application of what we do here in terms of risk or resilience and continuity, but they really start their program with change management and project management because oftentimes the work that we do, it influences change inside of an organization. And having people that have that skill set and recognize how to use it is critical. Um, so I really appreciated her and the fact that they really started it at an international level. Yeah, they didn't they didn't start it in the US and then slowly branch out. They were like, no, let's we're going over there. Let's start <laughs> all over. So yeah, so that was exciting. Definitely yeah. think that if you're not familiar with ICOR, you should Google it and um, learn more about Linda and her team. They were amazing. Yeah, yeah, really great. And then, of course, we finished up today with Damien Walsh, and he's just a rock star in the industry. Like, really, so, rock star. <laughs> he's, I mean, you know, he's, he's just one of those guys that, uh, and really, honestly, all those people, from, I joke about it because that's all I ever hear about after 18 years is, oh, but you missed the calm disco days. And, but I'll tell you what, if you, you look at a picture, they did a picture a couple years ago of all the old calm disco people, and it is no lie, the leaders of our industry today, I, I really wish I would have seen it. Nice. Because they, they, all those people have gone on to do, to do such great things. So some of the things in there, I'm, I'm, really looking forward to uh, getting out there to the people. Yeah, so I, um, when I first met Damien, it was at the spring conference in 2019 this year in Orlando. I met him and my first thought was, well, he leads Deloitte's practice for risk and advisory. And I think about it from our perspective and a lot of people I know in this discipline, you know, there's an art to relationships and how do you do that? And so it was really, really good to hear his perspective. It was good to hear how they train people, whether you are internal to an organization or whether you are a advisor and, you know, how what he thinks is changing in the next five to 10 years or the technology that we need to be prepared for. So that's going to be one that you definitely do not want to miss. Yeah. And um, for some reason, Vanessa didn't mention this at all to me, her partner in this endeavor, um, that she was going to just ask a few, a handful of random questions to <laughs> most of our guests. So uh, I'm going to ask those questions to you. Um, what is your favorite food? You guys talked about this off mic, so I, but I, I'm going to ask you. Thanks, Damien. <laughs> My favorite food is lasagna. And mine is macaroni and cheese. So I'll just, really? that way we, uh, good macaroni and cheese. Not, right, because there's a difference. Yeah. Not the box. No. <laughs> No, it's a side dish. It's not, a, you know, it's... Love it. Um, your habit that you do every day? 
Mm. The habit I do every day, pray. I pray every day, especially when I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more like Melanie uh, to where I binge watch TV, uh, um, every format, every movie that comes along. I, I see any movie that is a, a two and a half stars or better, I, I go see. So, yeah. Two and a half? Yeah. That's the minimum? Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. Favorite animal? Uh, well, first, it's my dog, Mango. He's so cute. I've had him since he was eight weeks old. He's a uh, Jack Russell Boston Terrier mix. And then I'm a Leo. I'm a July baby. So, of course, the mighty lion. Yeah. Um, I have a real OCD thing with animals. I am allergic to dogs and cats and all of that. So I've kind of gotten to where, even though I grew up with a dog, uh, I've kind of gotten to where I just stay away from all animals altogether. All of them? Yeah. Like our family, we went to the zoo and I literally sat in the car and listened to podcasts for six hours while the rest of my family <laughs> enjoyed the day at the great St. Louis Zoo. And we've done it several times. So I would rather... And you sit in the car each time? Yeah. And I would rather... I would, <laughs> John, you might be the first person I've ever heard to do that. Yeah, yeah. So my favorite animal is less than nothing. So uh, favorite destination? Hmm. Favorite destinations, plural, uh, Barcelona, Spain, and Montego Bay, Jamaica. Yeah, mine is San Diego. Always San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Um, we will uh, retire there if I can afford it. When you can afford it. Hmm. And... Um, I think that's about it. You had, uh, what do you do for fun? You asked that one time. I don't know if that was different from your habit or, or well, did we already talk about Although that? praying is fun. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it's not, <laughs> not my first choice of fun. <laughs> what do I do for fun? Hmm. I would say it boils down to three things. Number one, my husband is a former chef. Eating food is one of those things. <laughs> Number two, I love retail therapy. I love shopping. And number three, I would say traveling. I love that. Yeah, I like to travel. Um, food has always been, it's a, it's a, it's crazy. Uh, Damien probably knew me when I was skinny with dark hair. And then he knew me when I was fat with gray hair. And now I'm somewhere in the middle with white hair. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> food, food is, food is great. <laughs> You know, but yeah, that's a bad habit and a bad deal. But, you know, I don't know. I would like to go to Italy one day. You were talking about Italy and, and one of your uh, your recent trip. And that uh, that is one of those places that I would like to go. Yeah. Uh, so I think we should have a DRJ in Italy. Yeah, that'd be good. Just tell Bob. Sponsor. Yeah. Sponsored by who? Let's just pick one. <laughs> Email the podcast at drj.com yeah if you want to sponsor us to go to italy for, for DRJ. or to our trip to tokyo for the and olympic games to our trip to tokyo perfect or even to st louis to the studios of uh, lifetime media yes and we can have guests fly in and yeah so we would really like to put the podcast on the road and um we really believe that we can have a sponsor for that yeah we haven't talked about any of this with bob so maybe not <laughs> we'll see <laughs> Okay, say your little thing because I forgot it in the last episode that we that I, we posted. That was the big joke at the end that I didn't remember your your little spiel that you say. Well, 
There you have it. Thanks for tuning in to Business Resilience Decoded with Disaster Recovery Journal and Espalis Advisors. Subscribe, share, download, and look out for future episodes. Business Resilience Decoded is produced and edited by John Seals. For more information, visit drj.com slash decoded and asfalasadvisors.com slash decoded. Write to us on Twitter at drdecoded. decoded.